Hi, welcome to the PDYC podcast. The purpose-driven youth chapel of Calvary Baptist Church at Oraka is a youth ministry for young adults and the young at heart. Our mission is to exalt God in worship and raise exceptional leaders for the next generation. Join us as we dive into today's message and I know you'd be blessed. Now, listen to today's message. to John chapter 5 and beginning at verse 1 John chapter 5 while you still stand if you don't mind for the reading of the word of God I'll make you sit in a bit but can you stand while we read the word of God together from John chapter 5 I'm going to indulge you to help me read some portions of the scripture for emphasis and I said, Empo, it do no. Messenger said, One more, what catch you know, wait yet. Key Bible, no mean to mean kind. And to memory, no soon to the boy, I mean, I mean, kind brofono. Now, my church and my children will treat my watch as a pepper. I hope, sir, we are on the same page. Man. And after, after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the market pool, somebody say a pool, which was called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And the Bible says, in these lay a great multitude. Please, you need to understand the text. In these, it's not referring to in the pool, but he's talking about in the five pouches. Okay, because if you don't take care, you read the pool and come, you think the people were lying in the pool. Of course, you know the story. They were not in the pool. So, in these lay a great, everyone was in a porch, group of people in one porch, another group of people in all the five porches. Do you understand what I'm saying? A great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, of halt, of withered, and the Bible says, what are they doing? They are waiting for the moving. Tell somebody your wait is over. You could find two other people and tell them your wait is over. There were people sitting by the pool waiting for the moving of the water. I don't know what you have been waiting for. I came here these three days with an assignment. And I believe that God sent us to declare to somebody tonight that what you are waiting for
Why were they waiting? Because the Bible says, for an angel went down a certain season. Nobody knows. So it's like a jackpot. <laughs> you don't know whether you... Uh, I have learned with... Before I go on, let me shake some tables before I move on. I have learned with sadness that sports betting is becoming a very popular thing in Ghana. And even some men and women in church are betting. Please, if you are here and you do sport betting, can you wave? <laughs> eh, let me concentrate on my message. I know you won't wave. I intentionally trapped you. But there's nobody in this church that does that. Or look at somebody and say, is he, are you the one? Are you, are you the one? Anyways, the Bible says that they were waiting for the moving of the water, verse 4. For an angel, verse 4. For an angel, an angel went down at a certain season. So you are not sure. It's like a gamble. Into the pool and troubled the water. And watch this. The system is a system of meritocracy such that if you are the first to come in after the troubling of the water, you step into it, you have been made whole. Of whatsoever disease that it was. The amazing thing is that if you can only be able to step into the pool, you are healed. It does not matter how difficult your challenge is. All you needed to do was to step into the pool. I pray that God will help somebody to step into the pool tonight. He said, the moment you step into the pool, whatsoever sickness you have is gone. Tonight, I feel that there is a stirring of the pool tonight. And somebody by faith is about to step into that pool. I don't know if you are the one, your amen will show it. And the Bible says in verse 5, thank you, sound man, I love the sound now. Verse 5, verse 5, verse 5, verse 5, verse 5, verse 5. And a certain man had been deaf, had an infirmity for 30 and 8 years, 38 years. And verse 6 says, and when he saw him lie, he knew that he had been there for a very long time in that case. And he said unto him, would thou be made whole? Please watch verse 7. And the important man answered and said to him, sir, I have no man. That when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another man steps down before me. And Jesus said to him three things. One, rise up. Number two, oh, come on. Can we start from the top? Number one. Number two. Number three, can you say to your neighbor, rise up, take up your bed, and walk, 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 walk. Tell them, tell them, rise up, take up your bed, and, and make progress, because your wait is over. Your season of waiting, oh, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, but let heaven hear you, your season of waiting. It's, it's a joy to do church with young people like you because you have a lot of exercises to do. 
can you look at somebody and say, I'm about to walk. I'm about to walk. I'm about to. Oh, come on. I'm about to make progress. Huh? I'm about to walk. I'm about to walk. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you have not been through what I've gone through, if you have not experienced my situation, you will think I'm exaggerating my pain. The truth of the matter is that we all have different threshold for pain. When it comes to physical pain, I have a very high threshold. I can endure a lot of physical I can put my body under a lot of strain. I can do an all night today, all night tomorrow, all night the next day. And while others are tired, my energy is increasing. But can I tell you one thing I fear? Strange. When I go to the hospital and they have to give me an injection, I wish that they would rather give me a cane than an injection. Am I talking to somebody at all? I think that guy that shouted, come on now, is also afraid of injection. How many men, strong men, are afraid of injection? Old men, oh, come on. Why don't you tell the truth in church? It's a small needle, but, but I don't know what that does. I don't know whether it's psychological, spiritual, or emotional. The moment you show me a strange... reason why I'm saying this is because I've heard a lot of preachers preach this text and bash the man by the pool of Bethesda. Let me I have the permission. I had the permission yesterday. It's, it has not expired. I've heard some men of God preach, sir. And they say, in 38 years, if he was moving an inch every day, he would have been in the water. I said, you have not gone through what he has gone through. So you downplay their pain. You know, one day, I was talking to a husband and a wife. Hmm. And the wife was complaining that I, am, I do everything for my husband. But my husband can travel and come back home with an empty hand. Oh, come on. Somebody say, eh, 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 eh. Please be careful how you say it if your husband is close by you in the church. And I could not understand for the life of me why a man would do that. And I called the man and I said to the woman, I said, excuse me, can I have a man-to-man -man talk? And I began to speak to the man. I began to speak to him from a man's heart. I began to explain to him, you know, how a woman, they've been married for more years than I have married. And how women love to feel loved. And I think that your, your wife's love language is, is gifts, you know. So can you do that? I said, why? Can't? He said, pastor, I just sometimes, I say in my head that I will buy the thing. But I, some way, somehow, I don't buy it. It is just not in his system. Sometimes when he decides to buy, he does not know what to buy. Confusion. He said, 
say sometimes, man of God, when I say it, you not believe me. I say, say it. He says sometimes I can enter the shop and, and roam and find nothing that my wife will love and I'll come back home. She thinks I don't love her. But watch this. I've done this. I've done that. I've done that. The only problem I have in life is the fact that I'm not able to buy her a gift. So I decided to investigate. I said, how did you grow up? Your dad, your mom. This, <laughs> this man's father was a musician. Thank you. A popular man who many women fought over. He lived in a house where there were women bringing food in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. His father has never had to show a woman he loves her. He doesn't know. He has not seen his father give his mother a gift before. And has grown, has married, and is struggling. And this thing had become a major bone of contention in their marriage. So I, I was speaking with my wife, and I said, Honey, Papa, on your correct. And my wife said, Be careful how you describe the situation. Because there are some people who just don't have it in them. I didn't know that. You see, what you know how to do. It's easy for him to think, the boy sitting there, to think that he should be able to play the keyboard. <laughs> but when we put you there, sir, <laughs> we will hear things. <laughs> oh, when, when, when he's teaching you how to say, oh, it's just do me far. Do, oh, this one is just, it's, because you have it and others don't have it. Why am I saying this? The Bible says, Jesus comes to the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda actually means a house of mercy. Number two context to the story is that it was also a season of festivity. Just like we're about to enter into Easter. It's a season of celebration. So this man was sitting in a house of mercy in a season of celebration but he was still in pain. Can I talk to somebody? There are some of us who are Yemubi Oha, Yetibi and Niche Walk. Say Yemubi Oha, Yetimiti, I sorry them, and so Oyao Shayakumemu. Yeah, yeah, praises, yeah, yeah, worship. Nipasa, but who did see almost because who did idea who shall see a bomb pirate sitting? I miss on your mouth. If you had your son and what you need on your coupon and your mouth, I don't know if there's anybody here like that. That you are in a place where there is celebration, but you don't see anything to celebrate. You are in a place where there is mercy, but nobody is showing you mercy. Jesus asked him, Yes, be sad, he said, And another thing that most pastors read the text and lambast the man with. Is that Jesus asked you, do you want to be made whole? Just say yes. No. I can't just say yes. Because I've been through this experience for 38 years. I've seen people come and try to help me and they never help me. So he says, Jesus, perhaps you don't know how things work here. 
most of us sitting here have a connection man have an uncle in government who when an opportunity comes will push forth my name but as for me I have nobody and I don't think you understand how it feels in life to live and have nobody to help you to finish university for seven years and you have no uncle who is a politician you have no brother who is a pastor nobody wants to help you I pray for such a person tonight who has been waiting for somebody because in this world you need somebody tell somebody you need somebody yeah you need somebody oh the man and you see it was put in the text because it is important don't rubbish it. He knows that nobody can get into the pool without another man's help. And that's the truth of life. Nobody can, when you see somebody climbing up or up on the tree, somebody put them there. <laughs> but what do you do when there is opportunity all around you? You have seen the advert in the newspaper. You have put in the application. <laughs> but nobody will even look at it. Because there's something called protocol list. I'm saying we protocol list. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Christopher. Hmm? 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 May God bring you somebody. Your amen is too low. I said, may God bring you some. It's such a painful thing not to have anybody. Obwafwe now. Monsieur Obwafwe day. I told you, I don't need people. Have you ever been in that situation before? When people are, every month you come for school, you, you came to borrow last month. Mommy, not to you. I'm sorry. The way I was looking into your eyes, I don't want violence. I don't want to be violent. Please. You came last... Oh, not to you too. Not to you. You came last month. School fees for your daughter. And another term has come. And you are going to the same person. Think of the shame. And sometimes when you are walking to that same person, they are already tired of you. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes the people who helped you before says, can you do something for yourself? But you know, as much as you want to do something for yourself, you are lame in your feet. There is a disadvantage. Look, there are some things here that are so natural that if God doesn't help you, you can never get out of it. You are not lazy, you. the capacity is not there. So when I see pastors preach the message and lambast the guy and see Jesus said, do you want to be made? He was trying to give a context to his situation because do you want to be made well makes you me feel like you think I'm not serious. That's why I'm still here. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't know if anybody gets what I'm doing. When, Jesus, when you are in a situation for 38 years and somebody asks you, do you want to succeed? Who doesn't want to succeed? That's why he was, what do you mean by what you are telling me? That's why he was giving, 
He had to bring in that thing because he was trying to tell Jesus, I'm not just here. I'm not lazy. I got a first class. Lazy students don't get a first class. The problem is that I have nobody to help me get a job even after my first class. I played my part in studying at a student, but I thought that immediately I get a first class, I'll get a job. I didn't know that I needed a man to get a job. I'm not lazy. But just when I finished university, my mother died with cancer. I have no man. Miniobia. Enti misre use Enti misre use Thank you for listening to the PDYC podcast. We trust that this message has brought great transformation your way. Connect with us on our Instagram page that's at pdyc.cbc and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. At this point, we would want to give you a special opportunity to give your life to Jesus if you do not yet know Jesus Christ practically as your Savior and Lord. Say this heartfelt prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross to save me from destruction and from aborting my purpose on earth. Please come into my heart and reign as Lord and Savior from today. Wow, congratulations! If you say this prayer to the Lord from your heart, you are now a child of God and heaven rejoices over you today. 
you are invited to join us or any Bible-believing church so that you can grow strong in Jesus. For counseling or help, kindly call 0244-997760. PDYC, a shining light to the nations.